If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Wes Berg, you're a sick, sick man. Happy NLL Thursday to everyone in the sports universe. It is March the 10th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Toronto Sports, and we are live. Brandon Crouch, I am Michael Carvalho saying happy NLL Thursday to you, sir. And right back at you, happy NLL Thursday to you as well. This will be the first NLL Thursday we don't have a guest, so we're going to have to rely on our knowledge of the NLL and give you guys some uh, some good info here because we got, uh, what, week 15 coming yeah. up in the books? So uh, it's going to be a good show. Reflexing it. Very excited to flex my brain power here. <laughs> um, Should be an easy flex. Them. It's not big. It's not about me. It's about them. Okay, so if you host a podcast or run a small business, it will admit it's hard spreading the word. Because, you know, people want to check it out, but Aaron, I don't know if they will. Yeah, sometimes they don't. Well, it's time to grow with Popple. P-O-P-L. What is Popple? Popple's an easy-to-use but high-tech digital business card. You can get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. In fact, people you share with do not even need a Popple. So when you get your Popple and keychain credit card even pops like a form, Enter that code AMDRIVE in all caps, no spaces, for 20% off your order on popl.co. And as always, if you're trying to support the show anyways, mikeandearingdrive.com. But again, AMDRIVE for 20% off. Grow your brand with a discount. It's not hard. It's actually very, very good to do. Great little app they have, too, once you set that up. Um, Jerry Jones, you might be the father. And after further research, me and Aaron believe it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, a woman is claimed. I believe her name is Alexandria, right? Alexandria, yeah. Alex, cool? let's call her Alex. Well, I don't know. Alexandria, if he named her that, I'm kidding, he didn't. Um, I think he did, <laughs> right? Alexandria was born about a month or two after I was in 1996, and her mother and her claim Jerry's the father. Now, Aaron, I know this is making its, its rounds on social media and in the media. But here is what I ask you. As much as people want to make this like a Tiger Woods thing, do you think people really care about this stuff anymore? Well, who cares if Jerry, who cares if a billionaire cheated on his wife anymore? It's a terrible thing, don't get me wrong. But in my opinion, it's like, whoa. This is more about money, and I don't even know why NFL fans will care about this. So the, the question I, I have really is, what is her end game? Because it sounds like there were payoffs set in place at different stages of this girl, Alex Davis's life yes. to basically take uh, care of her for, yeah, well, well, in exchange for shutting up. Yes. But right. basically take care of her for her life. So this suit is, it's doing what? Okay. Contradicting so you, itself. I mean, if you're proving he's your father, like, what 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 does that do? I don't understand. Like, what is what does that do? Like, is she, she going to? Yeah, like, is she wanting a job in the front office because all of his other kids have a job in the front Ooh. office? I'm pretty sure this ain't the way to do it. But um, no, that's fair. Yeah, to me, like, I just I don't know. I mean, because based on the 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 articles I've read and and the agreements that have been put in place. The, the payments stop as soon as it's revealed publicly, allegedly, <laughs> that, that Jerry Jones is the father. So, again, what are you trying to accomplish by this? Because you had at least, she's I believe she's 25, 25 so she had two more payments, one at 26 and one at 28. Lucky. I mean, you could have just done it when you were 29, <laughs> taking the right. money. 
<laughs> I just don't understand. Why the point of this. I just don't understand the point of this. Are you trying to embarrass Jerry Jones for all the years of basically growing up fatherless? Okay, I, I can <laughs> understand that. I mean, but I got to imagine with everything that's come out with Jerry Jones, I know there was videos a while back, back when videos were grainy, a little more grainy. Uh, and huh. cell phones weren't as good as they are now, but there was videos a while back where he was, you know, getting his freak on with some girls at a bar and like Jerry Jones's wife has to know that that just infidelity has run through their marriage at least, you know, multiple times. It's five times, right? And yeah, and and absolutely like as far as in today's society, like, you know, these guys, the only person that I will ever, ever be shocked that they are like this infidel or you know like an unfaithful run around party guy no it's tim tebow wow he's the I, only person that's going to shock be, me that comes out i would not be shocked that dude was too good to not be sleeping around i'm sorry well, yeah i mean i mean i'm talking i'm not talking about opportunity i'm talking more about mm. the fact that like his commitment to faith and everything that he's and he's married <laughs> now I'm saying he's the only one in this world, or at least in this country, that would shock me if it came out that he was, you know, he had Tiger Woods syndrome. People view LeBron as like some some family man, and I'm like, guys, I'm I don't know if you've heard the NBA jokes about road games, but um, sure, I'm sure I'm sure LeBron is definitely not immune to that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. Like, I'm, if you guys want to have, you know, nine kids with eight women and pay child support out the yin yang, like Antonio Cromartie and Dwight Howard, like yeah, oh. whatever. That's, 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 that's on you. If you guys have, you know, illegitimate children, not my problem. I mean, I, I, again, I just don't know what the end game was from this lawsuit. So at the end, you know, okay, yes, Jerry Jones is your father. They go on Maury Povich. Yes. Jerry Jones, you are the father. Like, you what like are we doing that? Here? Yeah. What are we doing here? Like I just, you might I, I, be the father. No. Yeah, the lie detector determined that was a lie. You know, you are the father. Like, I, I just, okay, so cool. He's your he's your dad. Now what? I mean, he's not going to, like, take you out to dinner and no. say sorry. Like, what are, you, what are you looking for? I don't mean sexually. I mean, like, he's I'm not going like, to. Whoa. He's, he's just, he's not going to, like, be, like, all of a sudden, like, hey, so, you know, uh, how's school going? You know, like, it's just, <laughs> it's just, I don't, I don't get the end game for this. So, for me, I probably would have. I probably would have waited to take the next two lump sum payments and then maybe been an ass about it. Legacy, Tiger Woods, because this is actually sports related. Um, Tiger Woods is inducted into the Golf Hall of Fame and Aaron Ivor. Why? What happened? Why is this taking so long? Is this because of the fallout from years ago? I feel like this should have been a little bit sooner than this. I'm like, oh, he's not all. I don't know. First of all, I didn't know Golf had a Hall of Fame. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think that. But number two, it's like, Okay, that's I mean, great job for Tiger. You say he's not the greatest golfer of all time. I think he is. Well, the reason it took so long, as you say, is because you have to be at least forty-five. Oh, it's lame. So he obviously got in unanimously. Uh, well, they, they the way they look at it is basically by the time you're forty-five, it used to be fifty. Oh, you're you're not going to be winning too many big majors, or you know, you're not going to be putting down another you know 10 win season or anything like that so you've pretty much accomplished by that time what you're going to be doing in the world of golf now yes phil mickelson has won a major during that time etc and things like that but Bill, point being is him. uh he's not canceled yet okay. but yeah he definitely had a tough week uh two, was it last week or two weeks ago but um as far as his legacy i mean he's Arguably to slash inarguably the greatest golfer of all time. He's got, you know, he's got what, uh, 82 wins on tour. Tied for uh, he's, first. He's tied for first. He's got another 41 on the European tour, which is third all time. I mean, he's just won all over the place. He's got 15 majors, which, yes, is number two all time to Jack. You know, the question really that, that you know, Tiger's kind of got the Michael Jordan what if, like, what if Jordan stayed 95 and 96? Like, do they win, you know, two more titles? What if the bad boys weren't in the East? Like, what if Tiger Woods didn't, you know, have all this infidelity stuff come into the public light? And that was a weird time how that was just, imagine how we look, view infidelity now, no offense to like God and people like myself, but like, wow, how that's taken a turn over the years. Yeah, I mean, the the, 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 the the situation between Jerry and Tiger was 
Tiger was that squeaky clean guy. His dad raised him to really think about nothing but golf. The marriage to Elon was not in so many words, kind of almost arranged in, in a way. Mm-hmm. They had two kids. They had the, the public, you know, the it's the it's the it's the Kennedy life. You know, everything looks perfect on the on the surface, you know, just like the Kennedys until you start doing deep dives. And then you realize, you know, I remember when, you know, all of a sudden it was like Tiger Woods got into a car crash in the, you know, in the early morning. Like, what is going on? Like a mile from his house, he hits a pole like and then it just unraveled like anyways that's not the that's not the on the field stuff here that we're talking about but tiger woods is probably the greatest golfer of all time and with the way that the competition has leveled out in terms of statistics and and wins he probably will remain the greatest golfer of all time i mean 82 wins on the pga tour is insane when you look at who he was up against like there were some guys that he was still beating and and shout out to guys like rory mcelroy who was like you know um, Corey Marikawa, who I saw on Sports Center, they were um showing their press conferences and they were like you know the guy's been incredible to me. I didn't yeah. I didn't know Tiger was like that. I I I only heard about like guys who worked at Augusta because I live around the area. I heard about guys from Augusta and guys who worked at CBS saying you know he's a jerk. But then like you hear about these guys who talk about him on tour, the golfers he's actually real open and and, and cool to them, and that was kind of cool to hear. Well, I think there's a tale of two lives when he was a buttoned up. Kind of guy. A lot of people had that that uh, that viewpoint of him being a jerk and being kind of an ass and things like that. And then when life basically 180, he's Happened. gained a different perspective. And 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 for these guys, he has become a mentor of sorts because these all these guys grew up like this is Tiger. You know, it, it, Tiger's their guy, and like all the kids growing up now, LeBron's their guy, and all in the LeBrons of the world were growing up. Michael was their guy. Like you just that's the guy you looked up to. Like. It's crazy. He's got 82 wins, and and like I said, with the, the the field flattening, yes, I mean obviously Phil Mickelson has 45, but the next guy who's closest to him right now is Dustin Johnson, who has 24. <laughs> um, by the way, just speaking about the level playing field, John Rom's a favorite every single week, and he, I'm kidding, but like John Rom every single week, like just doesn't come close. That's how good the playing field is, and he's always Correct. a favorite. Correct. I mean, you look at these favorites, and the last thing I'll say here, you look at the favorites now. What do you got? Like seven to one, eight to one, ten to one. Those are usually the favorites to win a golf tournament. Tiger Woods was like plus one seventy five. Ah, like he was so close to even money a lot of tournaments when you were able to bet him. Like he was so close to just being like almost minus money. Like you would have to lay juice for Tiger Woods to win a tournament sometimes. It's a good legacy. Um, grow your brand with Popple code AM Drive for twenty percent off. And check out all our great sponsors on MikeAndAaronDrive.com. When we come back, another trade happened. <clears throat> and also, the Lakers lost the Rockets in overtime, and I actually watched that game. I'll get rather my thoughts and Magic Johnson's thoughts as well up next on Toronto Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. 
Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back to the AM Drive here on 12 Ounce Sports, presented by Fanatics. If you want every team and every league, the daily deals to make sure that you and yours are showing your team pride each and every game day, then you got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what? Oh, where'd Mike go? I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? Well, well, what do you do when you go to Fanatics? You used to be able to buy Colts jerseys. Well, you still can. You just can't buy Colt Carson Wentz jerseys. No, you go. You click that. (laughs) You click the F, and when you click the F, the whole store is at your disposal, and it helps out the AM Drive tremendously. And for that, we thank you, the AM Drive and Fanatics. Uh oh, he's back. He's back. Carson Wentz is gone, Mike. You got to come to terms with it. You know what? You were frustrating me about this. I'm also wearing a memoriam, my um, my funeral jersey over here. Just want to wear the funerals now. <laughs> um, I I'm not happy, Aaron, because I'm just first of all I'm glad I didn't buy the buy, buy the jersey. First of all, I'm very happy for myself about that. I almost bought a Sam Ellinger jersey last year, but I didn't, so I'm actually happy. I'm actually happy I, I've waited because now I got I better get it while it's still cheap. <laughs> um. But Aaron, you know, we gave him a, a second rounder and Carson Wentz to the Commanders. You know, we got back a second rounder, a third rounder, and a third that might become a second. What? We couldn't even get Taylor Heineke. We, we, we couldn't yeah. get any. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is a. Uh, this is an, is an interesting spot for both teams. I I, I don't quite. No, if I understand it by either club. Now, it'll all depend on what Indianapolis does at the QB1 position here. But for me, yeah, I mean, basically, Carson Wentz, the Colts basically, what, received a third and a probable second based on the fact that he uh, will probably play 70% of the snaps, you know, that he's that he's healthy. The seventh round pick. Job over Heineke because they gave up. They gave up all those picks. Right. What they gave up for him is probably going to lean to him being, and the fact that they're going to pay a full twenty eight million dollars in his salary at this point. Uh, For me, I just, I just don't think the Colts. Just, I don't think they're acting right here in a sense of like, what is your plan post Carson Wentz here? As far and as far as the Washington Commanders go, like. You know, okay, Wentz was somewhat effective, but not pretty. Like, do you think that he's going to have this resurgence now that he's back in the NFC East and now he's, you know, he can go against Philly twice a year? Like, uh, I mean, is is Carson Wentz that much head and shoulders above Taylor Heineke or even potentially bringing back Ryan Fitzpatrick at this point? I don't know, but I, I do want to – I thought it was crazy. I didn't realize this was going to happen. Frank Reich apologized, by the way, Did for he? even pursuing Wentz. And I thought that was a wild report. Um, In terms of Wentz having a, a, a resurgence, I don't know because I feel like his injuries have hurt him a lot more than I thought they had. 
anybody like I think people need to realize that Carson Wentz used to be good. He used to be okay as a quarterback, I'd say, considering people, the same people who hate him now, having an MVP conversation along with the rest of the media. Um, so does Carson Wentz have potential? Sure, but I don't know if, if he's got it left anymore. Maybe the expectations being lower should help him out. Maybe I don't know how, if that's going to work. Um, I want to know why. I, I just have a, I just have some points here that I have to make, Aaron. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. First one is this. Um, I'm okay with the Colts doing this, although right now it seems like why would you dump them after one year? I get that, but maybe the Colts realize something that we didn't, that he's a lot worse off than even we think. And so maybe we're thinking. I just don't see it, though. I just don't see it. I think I'm not. So here's the question where I stand in terms of being torn on Carson Wentz. I thought he was fine in Indianapolis. I don't know if he'll be okay in Washington. But my point is with that. You see what I'm saying, though? Like. I'm high on him in Indy, but yes. not quite as high on him in Washington. But I, I think the Colts fans need to realize it's good we dump him now before because while we can still get some, I guess, draft picks while giving up our own second round. That you basically got a you got you got two thirds, one of which would can become a second. That's basically what you got. And we gave up a second round of our own, which is even worse. So basically, like, right? That's what I'm saying. You swapped second round picks, so I just knocked those out. You moved up five spots in the draft. Oh, whoop de doo. So you basically got Carson, you basically gave a you basically got a second and a third because that third will become a second. So you basically got a second and a third for Carson Wentz, which isn't terrible. But we gave but up gave, Carson Wentz and a second. Again, you didn't give up a second. You just traded seconds. You actually moved up five spots. So same. But thing. yes, you gave up Carson Wentz. My beef is with Car- with the Colts. I mean, since 2016, you haven't started the same quarterback in 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 a year and in, in consecutive years. Well, Andrew Luck, Scott Tolzien, Jacoby Brissett, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz. How is Carson Wentz the, the the massive problem here that people are going out of their way to apologize for bringing him in? I just don't see it. I don't get it. I think those last two games were. I can't tell how you feel because you feel like you're like, you know, Carson Wentz isn't the problem, but I'm happy to get rid of him now. Like, what's your plan at quarterback? I'm what do you not do? happy to get rid of him. First of all, I, I think we should have capped him and see what he could do. I don't. I think Sam Ellinger should be the future, or at least try to be the future. Because for the folks saying Jimmy G and Kirk Cousins, I don't give a crap who you say. None of those guys are overwhelmingly better than Carson Wentz. You don't trade your your draft picks and a quarterback to get a guy who might be a little bit better. Like, but what makes me mad is, why didn't we just give him another chance and see what he did? Well, and that's the question, because, because like I said, what now? I mean, you're you're talking about it. You know, well, reports are linked to Jimmy Garoppolo becoming, the, uh, you know, the next Indianapolis quarterback. That's just sad. Those are is those it are, though? Mm, is it yeah, though? No, like here's yes. Here's the question: If you took Jimmy Garoppolo and Carson Wentz and did the blind taste test with them, and you looked at their win loss record, that's Jimmy. Well, can Jimmy do something in the locker room that makes this team win? Like, can Jimmy be good enough to beat Jacksonville in week 18 this year? But our team, he literally focused, their team focused on running more than ours even did, and he still threw more interceptions. And their defense just, is better. Well, I'm trying to wrap my head around the perspective of the Colts front office. Like, what is the plan? You have a team that it's on the cusp of the playoffs, and based on what it looks like you're going to do, which is draft a quarterback, you're taking a step back and taking a colossal gamble. You I didn't get think, Russell Wilson. I don't Wilson. think we're drafting a quarterback. I think we're drafting a quarterback in next year, and I really think we're going to um, – I think we're going to tank or just be good enough. I don't think the Colts tanking like they did for Andrew Luck. I really believe they're going to be not great, though. I really think that. I mean, you've already got some unrest in the locker room now. Darius Leonard's tweeting out, here we go again. Five years, five different quarterbacks. Thank you, Carson, <laughs> for everything. Wish you nothing but the best. Like, I don't see the locker room problem. So where where was this problem with Carson? I just – I don't get it. It just doesn't make either. sense to me. I don't unless, either. But... Unless you have a concrete backup plan in place to be getting rid of Carson Wentz right now was a bad move. Sam. and I, it's, That's and not the backup plan. That's, he's not – was just laughing at me, but I promise you – Remember, they were the same people who thought Jacob Easton was going to develop into some starter, and he crapped his pants. Sam Ellinger overtook his job, 
They got rid of Jacob Easton, and now Sam's up there. I think they like Sam more than people think. They gave him the number four. Because of Vinatieri? Is that what you're, that what you're going yeah, with? That? That's a huge deal. <laughs> so I, I think Sam, I really think Sam's going to be our starter next year. I'm, I'm sorry. And, and okay, and, if, and, and tell me that's not a colossal gamble with a team that's a, a, play, that's a playoff team. But who's the uh, – I mean, I would have loved Russell Wilson on our team. Of course. Have you heard the report yeah. that Russell Wilson declined two teams? I have not. Please enlighten me. He had no trade clause. I do know he had a full no trade clause, which only like five people have. Well, guess what? Apparently he declined two – I don't know who the teams are. He declined two teams that just wanted to trade. I guarantee one of them was the Colts. I'm shocked that Denver. Well, obviously he get, he he must have declined, um, uh, the 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 Commanders picks because the the Commanders offered three first round picks to the mm. Seahawks. So Russ had to have declined that one. I think the Colts offered offered Carson Wentz and some more, and I don't know what I don't know what Denver's got that we don't. Maybe wide receivers, I guess. Okay, that that would help. Um, but help. I right. I feel like I feel like Russell Wilson declined it. That's why I think Carson Wentz happened afterwards. I think we would have already traded Carson Wentz. I still think they maybe not first round, but I still think they're trying to go for a quarterback here in this. At least create a competition. Who? I mean, you can go for you can go for Malik Willis if you if you want to spend a first round pick on him. You can go for Desmond Ritter if you want to spend a second or a third on him. You're moving up five spots. Maybe at 42, you go with Desmond Ritter, or or if God forbid, maybe uh, you know uh, Sam Howell slides. Bailey Zapp's going to go fourth or fifth, but yeah, you can try. But, him but too. if we do get Bailey, I know I know we're not going to do a fourth and fifth round quarterback again. Give me Bailey Zapp and see if I on the same team. I, I'm, I won't know what to do with myself. I'm gonna... I just I'm a South Park computer room guy. Uh, yeah, I know. I know you're talking about. I just <laughs> I have to figure out how. You know, 27 and 7 is not worth keeping around in terms of touchdown to interception ratio. And I agree, considering the other alternatives 20 and 12. Yeah, I, I mean, that's Kirk Cousins. I mean, a 4 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio, he just, I guess it's, I guess it's the simple fact that, you know, the argument you and I always have with, you know, a guy like Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, whose statistics, you know, the TD to interception ratio is just astronomically better. Like, you know, Tom, you know, Tom Brady, you know, other guys, they just win games. Carson Wentz just doesn't win games. I mean, how sour is that taste in your mouth of that Jacksonville game? It's gross. Oh, sour is not even the word. It's just like, I still don't know what to think because there's no way we lost that game. In my mind, that game is still yet to be played. I I can't believe it. I mean, they're the legitimate worst team in the league. And, and, okay, you lose the game, walk-off field goal, you know, an inspiring story, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You got dunked on. And I told you from that from that Monday that we came on my show, I said from the snap one, I didn't see it. It was weird. It was like it was well, happening right in front of my eyes. Well, Carson Wentz gets the Eagles twice next year, and he gets the Colts next season as well. So this ought to be fun. Oh, thank God. It'll <laughs> be, be an interesting uh, interesting reunion for, for Carson on all those fronts. Thanks for dealing with my shenanigans, by the way. You had shenanigans? That, well, yeah, that was shenanigans. I um, liked it. it was, I liked it. it. was a nice little bit. Right. Um, Magic Johnson says to lay off Russell Westbrook. <laughs> um, this, of course, was before the Lakers lost the Rockets in overtime. Now, I did watch this game. I want to get to it quickly here. Jalen Green was was amazing. Um, I thought he was really the reason why the Rockets won the game. Shen Goon, who was playing center against LeBron. Wow, LeBron James. Um, Shangun had got his, but so did LeBron. But LeBron was not shooting well all night. In fact, when he he shot one of nine from three, which is terrible. And when LeBron took his three pointer in overtime and actually made it, you could see his face like crap. And finally, like he was he was pissed. If like wow, that one went in when we're already down by twelve. So for the first time this season, maybe I'm wrong about this. At least for me, I saw LeBron James really just give it to his teammates and say, listen, I'm tired of scoring every night. Y'all take this. And Carmelo, I don't know why Frank Vogel turns to Carmelo in the clutch every single time. But I feel like LeBron James literally selling it just because to say, listen, I'm tired of doing this by myself. Russell Westbrook actually had a good game. He shot efficiently, 
Only had two turnovers, technically one if you don't count the last possession of the game. I feel sorry for LeBron. People thought he put this team together. We never blame any other player for that besides LeBron James. Kevin Durant put the Nets together. How about that? Yeah, and you know what? I mean, up until this year, uh, you know, the, the Nets, you know, were an injury away from probably knocking off the NBA champs last year. Yeah. You know, it, you can argue that. So, like, Kevin Durant could get some blame here in this situation with what happened with James Harden if the season doesn't go well there. But, it, I mean, I don't know what their record is specifically right now, but last I checked, at least they're playing 500 basketball. They are because Kyrie had 50 on 19 shots. Yeah, they're last I saw they were 30 – I think they were 33 and 33. So that yes. was the last I saw their record. So if if the Nets were playing sub-500 basketball, we might be having these conversations as well. But the Lakers are mm-hmm. a brand unlike the Nets. LeBron James, try as people might to say that Kevin Durant was a better player, is a better player – will be the better player. It's just not true. It isn't true. Like I LeBron still, James is is the brand in the NBA, even right. in his 19th year. So that's why he gets it. The Lakers get it. Rob Palinka gets it. The bus, you know, the bus family. Everybody up and down that organization get the criticism right. because the Lakers are the pinnacle franchise, them and the Celtics. And, you know, right now they're the team with all of these Old ass superstars, right? Or hurt, hurt ass superstars, right? Anthony Davis was not helped that because oh my god, AD's he he can stay healthy. He, he won one championship and all of a sudden he wants to retire. It looks like with health. Yeah, he just seems content. I mean, he made his money, he got his title. What else does he need to do? Nothing. But for, apparently. for me, it's like I don't feel bad for LeBron. Yeah, I mean, maybe other guys make their teams a hundred percent, but it seemed like over a pattern of nineteen years, this is the same thing. LeBron picks his team. His team doesn't work for him. It's all their fault. Get rid of him. Get a new, get a fresh new thing. Does that happen in other teams? Maybe, but it does. It just seems like LeBron's a little more public about those things. I know you're not necessarily a Jordan fan here, but let me just talk to Jordan fans who call LeBron the GM. Tell me a time when the Hornets have been good in the last 20 years besides this past year. But besides the years that's happening now. But for the Jordan fans that are not you that want to call LeBron the GM, tell me when Michael Jordan has ever been a good basketball GM with the Hornets, and I will wait. That's those are that's apples and oranges, though. No, that's that's talent. That's evaluating talent versus chemistry with playing playing with with playing with players. Jordan LeBron has also has, been a GM, a, a constructor of team. Well, he's been an owner. Let's not. Get a, but how how they've looked? How they looked? You're, you're not making a credible argument. You're not making the credible argument you think you are. Let's put it that way. Anyways, my point being is, you know, the situation between LeBron and, and Michael Jordan is LeBron has put together his teams in a, in a league of player empowerment. Now, did Michael Jordan have some hand in, in crafting the 90s Bulls? Probably. But I don't, I mean, I don't think that there was ever a time, and I, I obviously don't know for sure, but was there ever a time where Michael Jordan came out publicly and, and said, I want this guy gone off my team? I mean, no, but come on. He bullied his teammates. That helps. Yeah, so did Kobe. <laughs> and Kobe <laughs> oh, yeah. has publicly said, "I'll, you know, he'll, he needs to go. Or this guy, I mean, the Kobe Shaq thing is the biggest, obviously. So, I mean, Kobe's got that hybrid, little bit LeBron, little bit, little bit Michael in him. And uh, I don't know. Anyways, this, is, this isn't a comparison thing. I just don't feel bad. Because for 19 years, year in and year out, it's always the other guys. Now, yes, LeBron is doing his thing, but this is the team that was constructed, and it's just not working. You're just not a you're not a championship contender. You went to the West. The West actually got worse, and now you still can't get to the finals. Cold health. Um, click the F on the shoulda, woulda, couldas of the NBA. I don't. I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. Click the F on MikeAndAaronDrive.com to shop fanatics today. We come back in the Thursdays in full swing, baby. We're right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch, 
at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back here to the AM Drive presented by Sling TV. If you want to become a slinger just like Mike, then you got to make sure you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that Sling TV logo. They've got live sports, hit shows, breaking news, and so much more. You can even get a free trial today, but first and foremost, MikeAndAaronDrive.com and then click that Sling TV logo to get started and become a slinger like Mike today. Slinger! All righty. <laughs> Sorry. NLL has got some serious talent. Um, remember we talked about the NLL commissioner um, getting – oh, my bad. Remember we talked about the NLL commissioner getting um, his job with the Coyotes, and he's still going to stay with the league for now, but now he's going to be like some operate president of whatever he does over there with Coyotes. But then, of course, they had a female who's going to step up and do her thing, and the National Women's Soccer League said, no, we need some help over here. Let's take her in over here. Mm -hmm. I think this shows a lot of talent for the NLL has. Aaron, what about you? I mean, ab absolutely. I mean, if you've got people who are, you know, hot commodities for other leagues, other other jobs, then yeah, you're doing something right. You're developing, uh, you know, you're developing talent within, and it's something to be proud of. Although you do want to hope to have someone you know, have an impact with your league, like, you know, the original commissioner, but not necessarily the interim commissioner who was set to take over. Uh, right. You know, obviously she wasn't there long enough to, uh, to, to create an impact. Obviously maybe behind the scenes she did, but uh, to me, this is a good thing for the end uh, excuse me, the NWSL and the NLL. Uh, just hope the NLL can continue to grow even with the next, you know, CEO or potentially the next board that comes in and, and, and continues to grow this game. Like, like you said, you know, the game's expanding here into Las Vegas. You know, the, the game's on ESPN+. Plus. So things, right. you know, positive things are happening. You know, you just can't look for an overnight, uh, you know, an overnight success type manual. Like, I, I think everything's okay. I mean, and, and it's a good thing to see, uh, you know, that, that there are, you know, people in your organization that, that other people envy, other, other agencies envy, other organizations envy. So it's a good thing. You know, unlike the big three and even the – 
80s or 90s USFL. No offense, no copyright issues intended. <laughs> um, unlike those leagues, Aaron, what has been a what is the what's different about NLL? I don't know if you, you notice the difference there and how impressed it is that they're coming up compared to those leagues. It's lacrosse. So yeah, I mean lacrosse has a market, lacrosse has a niche. Uh, and it seems like to me, and this is just purely opinion, that the lacrosse market is starting to hybrid into the the hockey and the soccer fandoms. Like this is another sport that you know they cross over in certain aspects a little, you know, a little bit they where do, you yes. can you can follow the game, you can enjoy the game, and like I said, just visibility half the time is such a big. Uh, proponent of it you know hey i you know hey you want to watch a, a, a an nll game well where am i going to watch it at you know oh well you can watch it on espn plus you know so it's 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 paired and partnered with a brand that's recognizable obviously everybody knows espn for better or for worse right so uh and it's the same situation which happened with like the women's hockey league uh with the barstool fiasco like you know barstool wanted to come in and partner with the national women's hockey league you know, a lot of the social justice warriors said, you know, you can't do this. Barstool's misogynistic. Barstool's, you know, a bad company to be partnered with. And they took that to heart. And where's the NWHL now? Still kind of trying to find its footing. You know, it's it's something right. that no disrespect. Now, could Barstool have made it, you know, more popular? Absolutely. But they chose to go in a different direction. And maybe they'll regret it. I don't know if they already do. Maybe that's something they regret. And, uh, you know, life goes on, but it seems like, you know, for all the people who don't like ESPN plus or ESPN for whatever reasons, you know, they, you know, they, they have personally, a lot of times they'll still tune into ESPN to watch games and that's because okay. They have to. <laughs> yeah. Cause they have no choice. <laughs> I don't think there's, there's not a lot of people actively boycotting Monday night football because they don't like the rest of what ESPN does. Like, so yeah. pairing yourself with a popular network has helped in visibility. And now who had a hand in that? Uh, what's the guy's name? Nick. Sekowich. I don't want to butcher Sekowich. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume he had a hand in that situation or in that in that partnership. So for me, it's just the league becoming more and more visible is the best uh, the best thing to happen in the league right now. I think it's. I think you made a great point about the crossover sports, but my point with the big three in the um in the USFL was it's a it's an individual sport. That's what makes this more impressive to me. Is it's not like football. It's not basketball. It's not baseball. It's a new, it's a sport that people maybe have heard of, but they never really watched. Like, um, what was the sport you guys were watching during the Olympics? Curling. Curling. Like, we had heard about it, but like, wow, we're actually watching this stuff. It's awesome. Which is why I think this is so impressive that the NLL has done this, whether it be Nick, whether it be whoever. Right, um, but connect the curling aspect. We watch it once every four years. This stuff you can watch, you know, continuously while the seasons are going on. Right. I mean, curling, I, I assume there's curling leagues out there, but I'm not. I'm not watching those. No, that's fair enough. And maybe if they became more visible, then then popularity would increase for curling more than just every once every four years. But you know, pop, you know, visibility has increased. I think visibility. And I know I keep ha ha, you know harping this point, but visibility increasing is huge. I mean, back when you know, okay, I see what you're doing. You know, back when you know, let's just take like 2005 region. You know, back when smaller schools couldn't get on TV. You know, smaller colleges, right? Even college college football programs couldn't get on TV. You couldn't grow your brand with Popple. Uh, you couldn't develop. You know, uh, you know, uh, the smaller schools couldn't get visibility. You know, you sometimes even in your local markets you couldn't even watch them unless you went to the game. Now it seems right. like there's so many avenues to put your product on, and I think that extends to sports like lacrosse. My big thing with the USFL and, and even the XFL to an extent uh, for me is I think people just need that break from football. And now Ooh. seven months is long. I know that sounds crazy. And I know that I may be the minority in this one, but you spend all that time watching football <laughs> and again, maybe not a seven month break, but maybe, you know, the XFL should start in May or June Fair. You know, to, com to compete when baseball is the only thing on. Well, for well, I mean, let's look at it. You know, if you if you if you start in June, oh, that was a baseball joke. If you start in June, you're basically getting the tail end of the NBA Finals, the NHL play, you know, the Stanley Cup Final. But then you just baseball. You got a shot there, in my opinion. And sometimes it's not baseball. <laughs> this year, it might not be baseball. You're correct. Right. Um, Westberg, Aaron, have you seen the beauty from the Berg? 
Yeah, that was an absolutely incredible uh, <laughs> top play. Uh, splitting the defenders, uh, the behind the back was just insane. I know we've had a few of them, uh, you know, Jake Fox's play behind the goal and, and others, but whew, this one to me right now is probably goal of the year. It's up there. Um, It's already got 3,000 views on YouTube, and that's a lot compared to the what NLL videos other videos have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really insane, and like you said, the, the visibility helps a lot with that too. With Sports Center showing that, sure, absolutely. Where does this rank in top goals for you? Because Aaron, I mean, I'm thinking of like of great sports players. Like we saw John Moran with Stephen Adams throwing the ball with point four has to go in the air before he even catches the ball and release it. Like, or Odell Beckham Jr.'s w- wicked behind the back catch. This right, and, and to be fair, that might have been stick'em gloves. If we're being fair with that, <laughs> this how the I cannot even split one defender because I have the ag- the I have the agility of an eighty year old man. I can truck people. I just can't do what he did. Um, right. He picked up a loose ball. He splits one, two, three, four defenders. He dives, and my knee hurts, so I can't even dive. Puts it behind. That's just in- insanity to me. You can't script that stuff. Yeah, I mean to have to, to rank it up against sports play history is just there's it's there's there. no there's no wrong answer. It's an incredible move behind the back to think of that just on the fly in your mind. Now I did right. some research to realize that he has done this before. Yes, he's a when monster. he was at the University of Denver, he did this behind really? the back uh, goal as well. So uh, this while isn't a you know a new thing for him. It is something that in the moment you have, you know, to come full circle in the moment, split second decision to go behind your back, uh, you know, blind shot against a professional lacrosse goalie. Uh, It's an incredible uh, feat of athleticism. Again, hard to rank in sports history, but yeah, it's definitely one of the best sports plays I've ever seen. It's also new to me as a new lacrosse fan. You know, it's new to me. So that's new is always better concept plays in this spot too. But um yeah, it's just an incredible spot, especially like I said, you can't get into that that painted area, uh, you know, with the ball. Insane. It's 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 just to me, it was probably one of the best plays I've seen in my short NLL watching career. Actually, it probably, I mean, J- I still like Jake Fox's though. That was still Jake Fox was land plus because the goalie didn't even pay. Like he was just like he's like yet. But there's there's so many goals like a goal. Oh, a, a goal. goal. <laughs> oh, there's the ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It, that to me was the best one I've seen. So let's put this. Let's 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 rank those one A and one B at this point for me. And like Cody Jansen said on our show, people can barely even pick up a lacrosse thing with like a stick, like a golf ball with a stick. This guy's doing all that stuff. It's just it's insane. It's not yeah, fair. You look, <laughs> you look at any sport, and pro professional athletes are just on a different level than 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 us. Hundred percent. I agree. Aaron introducing the NLL four. I didn't want to do a top five here because there's not that many teams, and oh, there's there's like twelve teams I think. But then also, I also want to um do a, a thing for NLL Thursday. So it's our top four NLL Thursday teams. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll go four to one here in this spot. Okay. So for me, honorable mention to the Mammoth. Uh, they just fell out of side of my top four. So the inaugural wow, top I four. I would have one there. I would have considered a top five. But like you said, right. you know, there's, what, 12 teams. So let's, you know, a third of the league is, is, is good. Uh, so at number four for me is the Toronto Rock. Uh, just simply the fact that they could put the Rock in the goal. High scoring team. <laughs> good at home. Uh, seven and four this year. But 124 goals on the year, which is insane. Uh, number three for me is the Halifax Thunderbirds. I know they're eight and one. Uh, they're coming on a five-game winning streak here. They cannot be beaten at home. They're an incredible team. Number two for me is San Diego. I like the way they play. I like their skill a little bit better than I do necessarily Halifax. No disrespect to Halifax at all, though. They're a strong team. Um, but San Diego for me comes in at number two, and of course the number one team in the inaugural NLL. You got to go with the nine and one Buffalo Bandits, who are leading the league in scoring. And you know they're under, like. uh, yeah, and they're playing good defense. You know, and they're just they're unstoppable at home, and pretty much walk into your barn and beat you as well. So, um, my top four teams are as follows. I'm going to give a shout out to the Georgia Swarm and Charlie B. Not because we had Charlie B on the show, but because I really like the Swarm's high flying offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did not make the cut here. My number four team is 
The um, I, I only have the list in front of me. Okay, here it is. Number 14 for me is, of course, where's it at? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Better piss me off. Okay, there it is. How am I doing that? The Wings at number four in my power rankings. They're they're up there. Then they're they're skating. I probably should have put the um. I'm struggling here. I apparently you're you're picking the Wings who've lost three in a row and they're sub 500 as your number four team. I'd love to hear this. Well, well I, I like the way the Wings play. Like you said, number three, okay. I, I do have of course the Seals. By the way, so is this, is this a power rankings or is this Mike's favorite teams to watch? Jordan Swarm would have been out there with like number one and number two. To be fair. Okay, that's fair. I mean, if it's if it's your favorite teams to watch, I understand it. I just I don't know if I can get down with the Wings being a top four team here. So. Fair enough. I love the controversy already. I think it should be more like a debate every every Thursday. By the way, number three, I've got the Seals. Um, I I think the Seals are a good team. I know that our buddy Cody likes them, mm-hmm. but I have I don't think they're better than the Thunderbirds, who just got Sean Evans. Also true. We'll be playing this week, and Sean is a two time All Pro. Incredible stuff there, but number one, of course, is the Buffalo Bandits. Um, that that's a that's tough. That's a tough team to overcome. They've got the um, they've got the the young kid who's incredible. They're all how how do you have a good offense and a good defense? Is just beyond me. So here's the question: You don't have the Rock in there, who are the only team to beat Buffalo this year. Ooh, I think Rock are but, home or home team. The home team. I think they're like they're like a home team, and that's it. That's fair. I can I can understand that. I'm just the mammoth trying, to, up there. trying to pick your brain a little bit. I think the mammoth are up there too. Swarm actually almost made the list. So I was mainly to lean between the swarm and the wings. All right, fair enough. I just I go with the, offense a lot. Just a team coming off of the three game losing streak. You're going to the weekend. Lot. You got it number four. I, I just. I need to know how to how to how your brain works. That's all well, I need to know. Put the swarm above them. Will you will you do with that? Because it's all three game losing streak. Yeah. All right. That's fine. What is swarming for? For the sake of let's do that. I, I still don't like either one of them, but I'll give you the credit. Fair enough. We come back. We're getting our NLL pick them for week fifteen. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. Do you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top-performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, 
Use www.12onsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.12onsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and we're back for this last segment here on the AM Drive, presented by Vice Golf. Very simple, the best balls, the lowest price, shipped right to your door. All you got to do is go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that Vice Golf logo. It's helped out Mike tremendously in his quest to win two Vice Golf Amateur Championships. And with you, us, and Vice Golf, it's a hole-in-one. Yes, it is. Week 15 in all, pick them. Last week, I went 4-2. and two. To keep pace at number one spot, you went five and one. Stupid rush. <laughs> Stupid Panther City, darn them. Um, you're twelve and six. I'm thirteen and five. So let's get right into it. Here is a hot race. Let's do it. The five and seven Albany Firewolves against the eight and one Halifax Thunderbird. Sean Evans has been signed to the Rock to the active roster per their Twitter, so he should play. And Halifax wins closer than we think. 13 to 11. Oh, we're going scores now. Oh, I like it. I uh, I think Halifax gets a big boost from uh, Sean Evans joining the roster. Uh, Five-game winning streak. We make it six. I'm going to go 15 to nine. Oh, I like a blowout. Um, Colorado Mammoth at home um, against the Panther City Lacrosse Club. I don't want to talk about them. They're three and eight. Um, <laughs> they finally jump off the wagon and they win. <laughs> right. I did that one time, by the way. Colorado was 6-3. and three. Colorado's penalty kill was 76%. So I'll take the Mammoth at home 12-8. to eight. Yeah, I got the Mammoth, too. Panther City coming off of an awesome win against Saskatchewan. What a uh, what a game to play there. What was that, 17-16? to 16? Yes. Um, incredible. Uh, the Mammoth, have, what, they split the last couple of weeks with the rush. Uh, I'll take Mammoth in a closer game. I'll take 12-11. Uh, I'll take 12-11, Saskatchewan and Rush are 3-7. and seven. They'll take on the 7-2 San Diego <laughs> Seals. Um, Rush played with this team well last time. And I think because Rush scored 16 goals in their last game, I think their offense has been getting going. I know they're only 3-7. and seven. I'm okay with that. Rush with an upset 13-12. to 12. Yeah, I mean, I love how you, you like to, to still remain optimistic on the Rush. It's just... It just doesn't seem like uh, I don't want to say I don't want to call it a lost year. It just doesn't seem like they're going to be uh, super competitive this year, like as far as competing for playoff spots and eventually the title. Uh, it might be closer than I think it will be, but for right now, I'm going to go with the Seals. They just give up. They give you nothing on defense. They just give you nothing. So I know they're not right. the greatest at home, um, and like you said, the game was close. Give me uh, give me San Diego fourteen ten. Fair enough. Um, the New York Riptide and the Rochester Nighthawks. Um, both these teams are not very good. The Riptide are two and eight, friends of the show. The Nighthawks are three and seven. I've got Riptide in a road win simply because I'm going with the Riptide here, and I, I, I think both teams are not very good. Yeah, both teams are not very good. Therefore, I'm going to convert to fan uh, mode here, and let's go Jake and Callum. And uh, let's get both teams to three and eight in this spot. Uh, Jake Fox with a goal, Callum with two and an assist. Uh, Riptide, nine to seven. Oh, fair enough. Um, Georgia Swarmer, five and six, and the number four team in the NLL. <laughs> like I see eight and one, Halifax Thunderbirds. I think Halifax gets a big road win, although this game will be a lot tougher than Albany. Ooh, back-to-backs where you're at home, and then i got to go all the way down. Drive to Georgia. Let me uh, let me uh, play the not so fast, my friend, card here, and uh, let's get the Georgia Swarm with another walk off. Charlie Bizzle, fifteen to fourteen, shocking the Thunderbirds, moving them to nine and two through the weekend. I'm a thirteen to twelve. I'm taking Thunderbirds in a squeaker, two squeakers for the Thunderbirds, eh? Yeah, you get it, squeakers, birds. Okay, um, nine and one, <laughs> nine and one, Buffalo Bennett's. Five and six Philadelphia wingers, wings. Um, Bennett's 
They've got home field, and that's the only reason I got them. Um, I looked at the standings, all of their stat sheets in terms of like penalty kills in both teams, home and the road. It's very even. Both teams are very good at what they do. I got Bayless winning 11-9. to nine. It's close, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll be on the bandit train until they prove me otherwise at this point. They've looked really good against really everybody, even including the game they lost uh, at home, undefeated 5-0, and let's say uh, let's say 13-10 to bandits win. Rock and the Warriors 7-4 and versus 5-5 five and five, Vancouver. I'll give Vancouver a home upset here. They're very good at home, penalty kills, and, of course, on power play. It's never a wrong time to rock. Let's go Toronto. Let's go. Uh, let's go 16-14 Toronto. Fair enough. Take us home, sir. All right, that's going to do it here. We come back on tomorrow's show. We will be with you guys starting at 10 a.m. Eastern, as always. But until then, visit the sponsors at MikeAndAaronDrive.com and visit the socials at AMDriveTV. And, of course, visit our YouTube channel. Help us yes. get views. Subscribe to it. Do all those things. We're trying to make a million, and we can't do it without your subscription. So, for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys and your support, as always. And we will see you tomorrow bright and early, 10 a.m. Eastern time on 12 Ounce Sports. Drive safe.